Well, welcome along to uh, episode 12 of the uh, All Things Leeds podcast with myself, Ed McIntyre, and uh, joining me uh, in the studio, as ever, is a lifelong Leeds United fan and my good friend, Charles Foster. How are you, Charles? I'm alright, mate. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Uh, early start this morning. A lot earlier than what we usually do. Yeah, loads <laughs> earlier. Cheers for that one. But two Leeds United wins, so good week. Always a good week. And uh, uh, in this episode, uh, football meets music. As we are also joined by two members of local indie rock band, the Sheratons, Finn and Kane. How are you guys? Very well, thank you. How are you? I am. I am. I'm not bad at all. Thank you very much for coming in thank at you this for time, having at this thank early you. time. Uh, we're obviously going to talk about the band um, in a short while, but uh, what a week it's been for Leeds United. Eh? My T- Two wins this week. One no win over Bristol City uh, away at Ashton Gate last Saturday. And then we followed it up with a 3-0 victory away at Reading on the Tuesday night. We'll be going uh, over both of those as well as the under-23s. A few good results for them too. Uh, plus uh, more coming up here uh, on the All Things Leeds podcast. Uh, well, a more formal welcome to, to our guest uh, in the studio, Finn and Kane from uh, the Sheraton. So, uh, I mean, let's start with the band then. Let, let's start. So, uh, j- just tell us a bit about yourselves and, you know, wh- when you formed the band and, and how as well. Well, we're a local Leeds band and we've been going a few years now. There's not really much to say. There's not really much to it, really. It's, it's barely, uh, it's barely the creation of the Beatles, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> you know, we just uh, formed a band a few years ago and it's kind of just been progressing and, you know, as, as, it, as it all and you get to stuff like this. And there's two of you in here, but there's four of you in the band. Yeah, yeah, we are a fab four. Um, two girls, Katie and Emma, who aren't joining us today because uh, this probably isn't their taste. <laughs> Talking about football and Leeds United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Kane, so you're, you're the, the lead singer. Yes. What, what's that like, leading the band? Like, you know, at a gig, you're on stage and you're at the front singing. It, what's that like? It's pretty, it's pretty cool when you're in practice, but when you're up there and, you know, you've got to talk to people in between, it soon gets pretty frightening, uh, yeah. as we were saying, you know, you, uh, you the fear of being cringy between talking between songs is quite strong, but the trouble is if you actually don't talk between the songs, you come across more cringy and kind of people are a bit like, ooh, yeah. you know it's a, it's a tough one, but I, I enjoy it. You know, I won't I won't do it if I didn't, obviously. Yeah, and you've of course done done a few gigs, but so, so your first gig, take us back to that first gig. Then, what were you feeling like going into that? Do you know what? The f- <laughs> I felt like John Lennon, being honest with you. The first gig we ever did were in a in a little pub uh, to about three people, uh, and even even despite the stage that the band's at now and playing to you know you know quite a, a large number of people now. I think I think the feeling that first gig gave me the first uh, the feeling of the first time being in front of someone is it's uh, it's a great feeling um, and it, 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 you know the three people who were watching us they seemed to like us so you know <laughs> were you nervous at all guys? Um, yeah 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 we were we were yeah, uh, but you, the, you are you are it's never gonna go away that but. No, the, the nerves kind of settle down, you know, as, as time goes by, it kind of becomes, that. that's one of the sadder things about it really, because the novelty almost seems to wear off in a way sometimes, it's like, you, you know, nerves are a good thing, they keep you on edge. Yeah, uh, do you still get nervous bef- before gigs? Yeah, 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 um, I, I do, but it's a different kind of nervous, uh, it's kind of like, <laughs> the nerves more come from, right, what joke, what corny jokes am I going to put in between <laughs> songs, you know? Usually those those bigger gigs, where uh, where you haven't played before, you don't know what the crowd's gonna be like. They're the ones that kind of put you on edge, but it's a lot of excitement. Before character building, character forming, as a lot of parents mm. like to say. 
Yeah, and uh, <laughs> of course you do uh, indie rock kind of music. You've got a few songs yourselves as well. Yeah, right? yeah, we've got uh, two singles currently released. Our third one's to be released on the uh, 26th of April, uh, which we're doing a launch gig at the Lending Room uh, for it, uh, which will be played, I believe, at the end of this for the first time for everyone to hear. Yes, it will be played at the end got of the uh, honour of this playing episode. the new single, uh, previewing it, so yeah. Yes, and then uh, you can watch them sing it live <laughs> at their next gig. Are tickets still on sale for that? Yeah, tickets are on sale. Uh, there's a Facebook event. Uh, they can get in touch with the band directly. Um, yeah. Make sure you all go buy tickets now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure everybody's flocking to our <laughs> Facebook page right now. <laughs> After you watch the podcast, of course. Yeah. Um, who writes the songs in the bands then? Um, well, I mean, I sort of bring in core ideas. I won't really say I write full, fully formed songs, and everyone will kind of come in and, you know, everyone's a critic as people say, well, you know, the rest of the band are like, I don't like this bit, I like this bit, you know, and, and it, it, it kind of becomes a. It is a group effort, essentially. Yeah, so everyone has input in, in the songs that you're. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do. Uh, in, term, in terms of lyrical content, I normally. That, that's the one side of things that I mainly do is just the lyrics, because we're being the singer. But yeah. you know, music-wise, the rest of it's kind of like a, a chipped-in sort of yeah. Uh, effort. Yeah, I don't think I could do lyrics, me. You know, like, no, they sound hard. Like I, I play drums myself. I could probably have a go <laughs> at, uh, at, at you know writing a few songs, but writing lyrics or uh, poetry. <laughs> yeah, reading I, poetry. <laughs> Believe it or not, I, honestly, it sounds like a complete myth. But for some reason, you read a lot of poetry and you end up spout you know you end up sounding like Bob Dylan you know <laughs> I think you do anyway and then everyone's like what the hell is this but yeah. how long does it usually take to uh, to come up with a song a song um, it depends I mean some of them literally do uh, the progress you know like I says the progressions we make um, or I make for example sometimes a song will come in and it's kind of like yeah that one's kind of alright you know change a little bit so the song in a sense kind of writes itself the song takes as long as it is to write whereas obviously sometimes I can bring in a chord progression and it really really gets reworked so it kind of depends um, I think my favourite ones are the ones that kind of literally fall from the sky though you know because you can yeah yeah it's got a better feel to it kind of thing yeah I think if you like Oasis songs uh, they, they kind of fell from the sky and they've <laughs> ended up being their there's biggest no, hits yeah there's like, no Ooh. famously said yeah so yeah definitely um, and you've also done a few music videos as well um, yeah we've got a uh, well, one music video for these kids, our previous single, and we've got uh, the music video for part of a picture which we filmed two weeks ago, which I'm really looking forward to people uh, seeing. That's going to be released two weeks before the launch gig, so somewhere around the 12th of April, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that'll that be good. I think it's a step up from the previous music video in terms of uh, the content and... You know, every t every t the, 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 great, the biggest thing about being in a band is even in terms of the, the video... Even down at the music, your image, it's kind of every time you progress, let's say, a year, you always look back and you're always, always improving, and that's quite a good thing yeah. to, to do, you know, and I enjoyed that side of it as well. Yeah, and like every single one that you release is like the, the best one kind of... Really yeah, that, yeah, that exactly, kind of yeah, and then, and then you know, a year on, you know, you look back and it's like, oh, yeah. We, we can improve that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the last one, the one these kids... Yes. Um, it was really weird because I was doing my research and I like listening to your music and came up with that, uh, came across that music video and the, the main guy who was in it, I know, I used to work with him a few years ago, Sam Hardy. Really, really? <laughs> oh my god! Small world, eh? That's that's pretty. You, you left that one out uh, in the preliminary talk. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah bizarre, bizarrely, someone uh, who work who works. My mum's a nurse at LGI. Someone who works with my mum. Uh, she said 
obviously someone our age said, oh, yeah, I went to school with him. Everybody seems to know this guy. <laughs> it's quite interesting. I mean, I've met, I met him on the day, and he's dropped off the map since. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, I hope he's all right. Have you seen him yeah. recently? I don't know, man. I used to work with him, of course. Yeah. You don't keep up with work colleagues, ex-work colleagues, man. We're out of there. Uh, but yeah so, so that's man make sure you go uh, check him out but uh, you guys have of course Leeds United fans and yeah. uh, as I ask everyone who comes onto the podcast when did when, when did the love for Leeds United come, like, come across when did you start supporting Leeds and what's your earliest memory do you, do you remember me. your first game you go first well, my friend I don't remember my first game my dad's always been a Leeds fan so following the family traditions and that but I couldn't tell you my first game it just I think I was born in Leeds. <laughs> 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 Won't we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably, probably better there when I was about a week old, but <laughs> I'll never remember it. Uh, I can sing, rem- singing a few jars down the peacock at one week old. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, ca- to counteract that, I, ca- I can remember my first game. It was the 18th of August 2007, to be overly specific. Uh, I think it was South End we played, and we won them 4-1. Uh, my uncle took me. Uh, ten days after my birthday, so it was my eighth birthday present, if you like, and it, it was it was phenomenal. Uh, that was the first game I went to. But again, as Finley just said, you know, I I were kind of born into it as well. My family's always been Leeds fans, and my mum, like I mentioned previously as well, being a nurse at LGI, um, the squad used to go and you know meet meet the children at LGI. And when I were a baby, my mum would take me along. And there's a picture of Alan Smith from about 2001 or 2002, holding me as a baby, floating around on Twitter somewhere. Wow. So, yeah, um, I, I, I we've, we've both been born into it essentially. Yeah, and uh, what's your like the greatest memory then for your time spot Leeds? I'm guessing it's the League One promotion, right? Yeah, I think it's got to be. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, step, well, you see, t- knocking it up a gear, innit? You know, that's really the only promotion I've probably seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Obviously, you see, you see everything from before our time, but actually witnessing things. Hopefully this season we can witness it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be good. We've got high hopes, haven't we? Uh, this season's not going too <laughs> bad, is it? What, what are your thoughts on this season and uh, Marcelo Bielsa? Uh, well, well, he's got his playing top-class football. It is great football to watch. Uh, obviously we had that little dip just after Christmas, as we usually do, but he's come back. He's yeah. going strong. Yeah, it is, definitely. Uh, picked, up, picked it back up again definitely, recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so let's look at the uh, past few uh, Leeds United games then. Uh, two to go over. Um, the first being that winner win uh, of Bristol City uh, last Saturday down at Ashton Gate. Uh, it wasn't great as a performance, but it was a good result in the end. Yeah, we um, it, it was a, it was a proper professional performance because like uh, with, we got injuries uh, in the game, which kind of restricted us from going much further. Because Calvin Phillips picked up a knock, didn't he? And Patrick Bamford shattered his kneecap on the post after scoring. Basically, it, yeah. it, it looked like looked like he had when he was rolling round. <laughs> yeah. like it looks like he was in loads of pain, and then Leeds Twitter went into meltdown, and we'd have no strikers. Yeah, I, think, I, <laughs> I think it was the first time I hadn't actually celebrated a Leeds United goal because I saw Patrick Bamford score, and I was like, oh, my God, he's, he's injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny thing was, was uh, after he'd scored it, Luke Haley, obviously he's ex Bristol City, decided to take over his duties to celebrate and just ran down the touchline in front of, <laughs> in front of fans that used to support him, <laughs> giving it large, yeah. which was well funny. Uh, that was great. Uh, did you guys get uh, manage to watch it? I, again, I missed it. Uh, currently uh, struggling to watch him really because uh, of the fire stick conundrum. Obviously, I'd have Sky anymore, so it's yeah. kind of you know, fire, it's uh, it, it's all live link business for me at the minute, and half of them don't work half the time. So yeah. you know, it's kind of just uh, doing my best to watch Twitter streams, and again, you know, uh, they're, they're they're not exactly uh, 
consistent, shall we say? Yeah, I think my few streamers on uh, on Facebook for the Bristol City game they like cut out after about. Yeah, they do. They do. It's found a good one for last night's game. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was on twitch.tv really I found Twitch. wow <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get I'm not looking hard enough well. thing clearly am I <laughs> Uh, I, I gave up with the Bristol City game. I just followed it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kept on crashing. I was like, oh. but you don't even need to watch yeah. them these days. Twitter's so uh, prolific. You know, yeah. everyone's tweeting every thirty seconds. You know, you feel like you're practically there now. Don't just you? jump on Phil's timeline. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, when we go ahead after eight minutes against Bristol City, and there's no need to watch it because you know that we're already going to win the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proofs it. Put it every time we've gone ahead. Did, did you see that stat? In the top two leagues, I think it's England, Italy, Spain, and France. Uh, Leeds are the only team that have yet to lose when they scored first. Yeah, really? Yeah. It's mental. That is a very good start. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. Very impressive. Definitely. Which means PSG and Barcelona were better than you are. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, at least are not conceding. Um, you mentioned Ailing there as well with celebrations. Ailing had a very good game against Bristol, didn't he? He's had. Um, I know. I know. We like to do things in chronological order, here, but I'm going to put this in anyway. He's had three assists in the last two games now because he got two last night. Mm-hmm. And he would. He put it, he, he had a great game. He was. I think he was really annoyed. He had to come off. But let's face it. He was. He was looking to walk off the pitch in the way he did. Yeah. <laughs> and not go down. Not go down the tunnel. He got away uh, with that one. Yeah. yeah. When he when he uh, decided to judo flip Mo Barrow on a yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but got back onto that uh, Bristol goal. It, it was a really nice goal as well. Ali Oscar with that really you know long ball across the Ealing Ealing. Uh, first time header to Bamford. We're getting a lot better at switching the play. I noticed last. Alioski's very good at doing that. Yeah, I noticed last night we were doing it. Uh, Alioski to Hernandez. There was a lot of switching the play from wings, and uh, that was going really well. Yeah. And uh, Jack Harrison was really lucky not to score as well. Mm. He, he's been he's massively improved over the last couple of weeks. He's uh, he was excellent against West Brom, excellent against Bristol City. He was really good last night. Yeah, it was yeah, it, good save. All that stopped him from scoring. Yeah, he just seems to be getting better and better. Mm. You know, each week. He said, apparently, he said himself, he's played himself into form, which does happen with some players. It, it, if you just keep playing them, and eventually it'll click. Uh, Pun there, least one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Bristol City they didn't really cause us any problems at all. We of course uh, didn't score anymore. Uh, but I mean, it's big up to the players though, because you, you go ahead after eight minutes so early on, and then to to grind it out, you know, away at a team. I know that we've got a decent record against them, but we're away, at, you know, a good team, and you know, to go ahead early and grind out the result, it's big up, to, big up to the players. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it's good. At this point in the season, you got to grind out those wins. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and we seem to be touch wood uh, doing pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I think other seasons we probably wouldn't have got that result really. We wouldn't no, have no, no. Eight minutes and then it. Tell you what, Lee Johnson's a bit of a little man, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> his his post match interview was just like, I can't wait to play Leeds in the playoffs. Right, we're not finishing the playoffs, and neither are you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, we seem to have got this really weird rivalry against Bristol City. He's, now, yeah. Really. He's just. He's, he's, they're, a, they're a nothing club. They're an absolute. Yeah. I, I mean, no offense to any possible Bristol City fans listening. I doubt you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, out of, out of you and Rovers, you are slightly bigger. But that's that's they're both irrelevant really when it comes down to it. Also, there's no club that Leeds have a better record against uh, in the division than Bristol City. We've played them 13 times, and um, since we've been in the Championship, we've won 10 of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we always seem to step up against Bristol City. I think it's because when we got Ailing, he's always against his former team. Then so. every time we play them, they, they, they always get these Bristol City fans on Twitter going, "We really should have sold him. Yeah. We really should have sold him." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember a few years ago as well. It was um, it was last season actually against Bristol City at home. They were two 0 up, and then we draw two all. We could have actually won that game three two. 
just always seems to step up against Bristol City. I, I don't really know why, but we've got this weird rivalry against them, don't we, now? Yeah. Ravazani on Twitter after the game, I don't know if you saw that, but basically having, having a rant of Bristol City, because first of all, um, it, I think they, were, they weren't letting Leeds fans into the home end, which you can understand, really. Uh, yeah, but the, the Leeds fans in question said to the Bristol City ticket office, we are Leeds fans, but we'd like to sit in the home end. Is that all right? And the, the Bristol City ticket office went, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then they got chucked out by stewards. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, just confusion. Not very, not very it, it, won't, yeah. it won't like they pretended to be Bristol City fans and got caught, in which case, fair, in which case, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like a guy in this kid as well, his yeah, kid's it was, first it, game. Yeah, it was like eight it's year the only kid. chance to see Leeds, because they're not going to travel up to Leeds in a match day. Bloody scumbag stewards. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have a good name to the stewards, bless him. Uh, especially after that, um, the uh, Birmingham Aston Villa. Uh, he wasn't a steward, actually. He was just a guy from the crowd wearing a high-vis vest. If you noticed, because really? he didn't have the word steward written on no, the back of it. JD on JD, it. which he probably bought from JD Sports. Yeah, and he's yeah. gone down to the ground, pretending to be a steward just so he can kick Jack Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, wow. they're a mental breed, Birmingham fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Well, they'd make that incident as, as well. Not well, great, is it? Not great to it's, see. It's, you, you don't want that in football these days. I've, it keeps happening. I mean, there's, there's not a place for it at all. And obviously, I don't, I don't know what his punishment was, but it, it should be severe because... Nobody wants to see that, do they? It no. puts a bad name no. on football. Fans, yeah, it does, it does, it definitely yeah. does. It ain't good. He's uh, gone no, to jail for 40 <laughs> weeks now, hasn't he? None of us like Jack Grealish because he's irritating at the best of times. <laughs> none of us are going to punch him in the <laughs> face. No, no, no. 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 Sure. Who's going to run onto a pitch and just wallop a play, you know? I mean, like, who's doing that? It's, it still winds me up when, when you get these Villa fans going claiming that he's better than Pablo Hernandez, which is just not true. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but back on to Ravazani and his rant, he was also saying that Bristol City didn't let the film crew in for the documentary. He's going to knock Steve Lansdowne clean out. Yeah, there's a bit of a bit of tension there now. Thankful we don't have to play him again because they'll, they'll sink into mid-table mediocrity uh, when we're going to go up. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, sure. A really big win. I mean, you saw what it meant to the players as well after the game. Pontus Janssen going up to the fans. It, you know, it does mean a lot to the players as well. Janssen's well up for this game on Saturday. I assume you saw his tweet last night. Oh, he yeah. wants fans in an hour before kick-off. Probably not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, getting some uh, vibes going in, in there. I'm going to be drinking an hour before. I'm not going to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going into the ground an hour early to yeah. sit there sober while they all warm up. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not buying drinks in the Stadium. No, I'm not like buying five, five, pound, pint. five pound pint of Fosters. That's not happening. No. Um, yeah, good win. We've done double over Bristol City. They wanted us to get a points deduction, but... They've given us six. <laughs> yeah. Always nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cheers, Steve. <laughs> um, so we, we did a double over them. Uh, going on to Tuesday night then, uh, 3-0 win uh, over Reading uh, away at the uh, Majewski Stadium. I can't even pronounce that. I can't even spell it. Uh, <laughs> to, to be fair, mate, you can't pronounce the word thousand, so you're going to struggle with Majewski. It was probably the most comfortable watch this season, though. It, it was great. Easily. I, I was sat there at half-time thinking, uh, I, I might just go home. There's no point watching second half, is it? Because we're not going to try. And I was proved right because we didn't really try second <laughs> half because we didn't really need to. It was it was the most casual second half performance I've ever seen. We were, ju- we were just kind of going through the motions, really. And uh, we brought Click off early to save energy. We brought Ailing off because he was a walking red card. And um, <laughs> who else did we bring? Uh, Harrison came off as well, didn't he? And we brought Barry, Barry Douglas on, who got booked immediately. Yeah. Every time Barry Douglas comes on, he gets booked immediately. Yeah. He got booked for hand. He got booked for handball in the Bristol City game, which is a bit weird. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
and then yeah, but he, this booking was right because he he just he cleaned out their winger, but it, it was funny. But Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Roberts got we got booked for about five minutes into the game, didn't he as well? Because he oh, he did because he, he two footed there. Uh, I think with Lewis Baker, which is uh, we all feel like two footing Lewis <laughs> Baker because he was useless in a lead shirt. Yeah, dirty leads back in action. Yeah, you always yeah. like to see a bit of that. Yeah. It gets gets the crowd going, doesn't it? Because we, we had a bit, we weren't the first kind of five or six minutes. We were a bit slow, and they they were actually looking the better side. And then their our goal, our first goal, was actually a bit against the run of play. Mm. We, we, yeah. we literally went down their end, uh, whipped it in. Uh, great dummy by Bamford. Yeah, that, that was, was a nice that, goal. That was a you, sick was, dummy. Uh, always like seeing that the dummy from Bamford and uh, Click as well. And you know, the, the communication as well between the players. You know, Click just that little shout before Bamford. You know, gets a touch on the ball. It, it was a really good goal. Yeah, 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 for sure. Really mm. good. Wrong foot the keeper as well because the keeper was expecting yeah. it to come kind of middle-ish, maybe slightly right at the middle of the goal, and he um, obviously click bangs it right in the corner. So he's, he's never saving that. Yeah, and no. that's on 40 minutes. All these early goals, you know, like, that is an early goal. 40 minutes, and I could get used to this. I could get used to this. Eh? Yeah, I was buzzing, and then I saw that Sheffield United had scored, and I was, <laughs> I, was I, I was just sat there just f- f- fuming, yeah. <coughs> fuming again. I was happy a few minutes later because they got Gary Medine <coughs> off, and I was like, all right, this is Sheffield United gonna lose now. But, Ga- yeah. Gary Medine goal machine. Did <laughs> 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 you uh, see that Sheffield United fan that tried to volley the ball into? Uh, <laughs> a little bit away from that player yeah. he kicked it straight up in the air and the Brentford player just caught it immediately very unsmooth and his mate were just creasing at him <laughs> he was like lying down on the seats just laughing <laughs> his head off laughing his head off because his mate had just fallen I'll tell you what for a team that were uh, third in the league they had so many empty seats in that stadium yeah mm-hmm. I mean w- when was the last time we had any, any empty seats this season I can't, yeah, I can't no, actually no. remember no I don't think this season Probably a few last season. Because I think we even sold out Stoke at home, and that was right at the start of the season. That yeah, was, we did, we did and that, was, that was before we even knew we were good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, testing the yeah. waters. <laughs> before, before we knew we were good. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we were just kind of drunk in the sunshine, expecting yeah. to get slapped by a Premier League team, weren't we? And then we turned up and absolutely yeah. battered them. I mean, yeah. if you'd gone to that last Palmas game a week before and saw that performance, you'd be like, oh, wait got no chance against Stoke but we were really, really weird yeah, that one. having looked at Stoke this season they are terrible so. yeah that's mm. true that's true um, but I mean it's always key that we score first as well I mean we, you know like I say the record shows every time we score first we go on to win the game and uh, scoring early as well that's a big difference because if it drags on 0-0 like we saw against QPR the other week yeah. uh, we do end up struggling our record when we when someone scores against us isn't terrible we draw most of our games when someone scores first against us so if, uh, but obviously we we need to score first because we want to win. <laughs> we don't want to draw because um, Norwich might take advantage of the weekend because they're playing Rotherham and Rotherham are just nothing, are they? They're just like Reading and Bolton. They're just making up the numbers in this league. Yeah, true. Uh, they're, they're probably going to go down. I mean, I really hope Millwall go down. If Millwall, Huddersfield, and Cardiff all got relegated in the same season and Leeds got promoted, that would be the ideal scenario. <laughs> Because I hate all of them. Yeah, yeah. War- Warnock just can retire in in, in kind of disgrace. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be lovely. Oh dear. Um, of course, second goal in 22 minutes, Pablo Hernandez. Um, having a shot from just absolutely nowhere, really. He mm. had the ball and then just... We, we, we've missed we've missed that this season because at times mm. he never really takes shots. But Pablo Hernandez recently, probably after that West Brom game, he's, he's taking yeah. shots all the time. The confidence mm. is very high. At the yeah, it is, it is. Mm. And uh, it was really nice as well seeing it go in off the post. As well. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> a very that nicer, a bit nicer. Yeah, it was a very clever through ball by Luke Halen actually, because mm. um, and it just shows because in previous games we've not had as many players that far forward and we've been struggling to find 
the right pass in the final third to, to get a shot off on goal. But we had like Hernandez was in the box, Bamford was in the box, Click was in the in the box, and Ailing's found Hernandez. He was just um, great turn and just hit it first time. Uh, bit of a hit and hope, but you know that's how you score. Yep. We, we, we don't shoot. We haven't shot that much in the past, and we've we've um, we've been crying out for a few more kind of pot shots and stuff. And when we do shoot, we score. Yeah. So why would you not? And as Pablo Hernandez showed um, just before half time as well, forty three minutes, mm-hmm. um, just a strike. It, he picked up a ball and first of all Medin defence surely they would have looked at the goal a few weeks ago and thought right, we can't give Pablo Hernandez this much space and time they were, they were four yards off him it was silly you can't yeah. you can't stand four yards off Pablo Hernandez you're going to get punished yeah, yeah. and and they did and he, he did punish and him did. What, what, yeah. a, what a strike it was as well yeah, yeah. Uh, was. which goes better this one or the one that he scored against West Brom West Brom was better yeah yeah I'd probably, I'd probably agree with West Brom there to be fair yeah, yeah, yeah. Full house, West Brom. Mm. I think. I think because top it was bins, so no early on, <laughs> no backlift. Top bins, so early on as well. After sixteen seconds, this one were good, but it was side netting. Top bins is always better than side netting. Oh yeah, yeah, top, yeah, top yeah, bins yeah, always, yeah. always lovely to watch than side yeah. netting. Um, that was a really good strike, and we're three 0 up. Uh, going into the second half, don't really score anymore, but we don't really need to anyway. We could have won this game six nil. I mean, yeah. Patrick Bamford is clearly just uh, getting all his missed chances out of the way before Saturday, mm. which fair play to him because <laughs> 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 yeah. he because he, he had one where he kicked it out for a bloody throw in like Steve yeah. Morrison. <laughs> we had we had one where he missed the ball entirely, the ball, yeah. and his third one was actually his best ever. That went just wide. He was a bit unlucky with that yeah. one, but yeah, he could he could have easily had a hat trick, but. Um, yeah, that's why we, we need to be burying chances really like that. But I can't be annoyed because we won three yeah. nil. You can't sit here and moan about winning three nil. Nah, should have won six nil, mate. Should have won six nil. I don't Shambles. Wa- I don't be like one of them plastic Man City fans that just sat around there moaning because they're only four nil up at half time. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of cretin I don't want in the Leeds fan base. No, no, so. no, 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 for sure. Um, we got away with it though a few times really. You no, know, Reading. If if they had you know more prolific players up front, Nelson Oliveira playing, and they, they could have punished us. We were a bit casual, but. You're always going to be casual when you're three 0 up. That's just yeah. It's a, it's a fact of football. If you don't if you don't really need to put that much effort in, you don't. And yeah. Leeds really don't. Yeah, <laughs> there no. were points in the second half. I just thought, are we, are, are, be able to give him heroin at half time or something. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of stumbling about, <laughs> just giving giving him like three shots of goal. It was almost like, oh, they're ready. They're not going to score, are they? And we were proved right because they were terrible. <laughs> there, was, there was one point where they could have sent him in on goal. All he had to do was give a five yard through ball passing uh, for for Barrow to have a shot and he passed it behind him and that's when I thought yeah this lot won't score if we played for six hours here because yeah. they're, they're garbage yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why they're 19th in the league yeah. they actually played some decent stuff I didn't think they they were one of the teams which we battered I thought these are alright they just have got nothing up top Yeah, mm. we played a few t- teams like that. Bristol City were a bit like that not terrible football they just got nothing up top yeah, Bolton didn't even Bolton didn't play that badly but they were just nothing up top. You, you can't you can't stay in the league with Clayton Donaldson as your striker. <laughs> you just can't. The man's three hundred and fifty and a specific age. He hasn't scored a goal in about twenty years. Twenty years out of them three fifty, that is not good. <laughs> um just a quick word on Kiko Kassay then. Uh, he made a really good save. Uh, midway through the second half, uh, from the header, from, from close range, yeah, and then yeah, from the header, and then one where pa- where Pontus Janssen he headed it, and Kiko had to uh, make a quick reaction to uh, get down and save it. It's a bit of a drama queen though, because that headed headed save did not have to be as as mm. dramatic as that. He kind of went straight at him, and he leaped in air and just palmed it over bar, but he could have just gone bam. Had a good game though, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. 
yeah, it was a quiet game. He got a black eye when someone elbowed him. That was about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I noticed that watching the game. It's like, did he have that black eye at the start of the game? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching it. I watched the end of the game. I was like, he's got a black eye. When did he yeah. get that? Yeah. So, someone clocked him early on with an elbow. Like they always do. Some he, he got elbowed in the ribs in the breast wrong game as well. He didn't really moan though. He just wastes uh. more time because that's what he loves doing. <laughs> <laughs> I never see the keeper apart from maybe Silvestri waste as much time as he does. But he's come for a Spanish league, don't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pablo wastes loads of time as well. Yeah, <laughs> they all do. Something in the water over there, isn't it? Maybe they're just they're just serial cheats of the Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist. That's just a fact. Watch the league; they are all cheats. Yeah. Even the referees, uh, they're not great. Um, but uh, three clean sheets in a row for for Casilla. Uh, which, which I guess is really good. I actually, he, he's deserved um, clean sheets in other games. He deserved a clean sheet in the Bolton game. He deserved a clean sheet in a few of the other games as well. But um, he's the defence have let him down a bit. With in the last three games, the defence have done the job, and he's he's not. And when he has been called upon, he's dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there was that one. Where was that? What was the game where he? He, he was. He did something a bit stupid. He punched it right back into the six-yard box. Oh, that was against. Um, I think it was against Swansea, wasn't it? Yeah, and we got away with that one a bit. But other than that, yeah, he's been pretty solid. Yeah, mm. what do you guys make Kiko Casilla? Because came in for uh, in January transfer window mm. from Real Madrid. Yeah. Incredible signing, wasn't it's it? It's an incredible yeah. signing. Yeah, it is. I mean, we we've always been a bit iffy with keepers, especially over the last couple of seasons. But he's playing well. He's getting clean sheets, and obviously we're scoring enough goals, and the defense is stopping the goals being conceded. So I think he's having quite an easy job at the moment. Yeah, and like like when said, uh, you know, when he is called upon, he's acting, he's acting, he's doing, his, he's doing his job essentially, you know. And from Real Madrid as well, just mental. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Just seeing sure. that we've signed a Real Madrid yeah. player. <laughs> we'll have that, that top class uh, training. Yeah, training yeah, yeah. Series. yeah. It was just good. I mean, he Premier League material as well. Oh if yeah, we, easily, we, we won't easily. need a new keeper. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, no. like we probably would have done with barely pick up foul. I don't want to slide pick up foul off too much nah. because he did, he did, he was in the net for half the season, and we did have a good first half of the season. So you can't. I mean, yeah. he did make a few bad mistakes, but he overall, he was all right. Yeah, but probably not Premier League quality though. I, I think as well, this point of the season, you know, because he's so young and it's his first full season in first team at Leeds United. You, know, you you want someone who, who's, who's you know in the net who's really really confident like Casilla. We'll yeah. probably we'll probably sign another keeper when we go up, and we'll probably send him out on loan to some uh, Championship or League One club, and he'll get a lot of experience. And he'll, he'll come back a much better keeper. Yeah. Mm. Um, but after those two results, then um, as it stands on this Wednesday morning, we are top of the Championship table uh, by come, come one on, point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Norwich are of course playing Hull City at home. Uh, tonight, so they, so it all could change. It probably will change. The most tragic fans in the league need to do us a favour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if Norwich can get I, I, in air quotes mauled by the Tigers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> um, oh, absolute tragic. Yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah. is the worst. They, they, are, they are the worst fans. I, I, actually, you know what, Norwich, you can win this one. I don't like Hull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd rather Hull win this one, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If if Norwich draw tonight, which is a possibility, uh, it, then it goes. Um, we're, we're, we're level on points, aren't we? Us and Norwich, and mm. then Sheffield United are two below us, and, that. Yeah. and then the weekend becomes even, even way, even more of a game, a proper but game. The goal difference is looking a lot healthier now, though. Norwich have only, I've only got a two better goal difference than us. So yeah, that but, three but, nil last but, night. But they keep winning pretty yeah. five nil every game, which is mm-hmm. winding will me up. Come, will it come down to the goal difference? I think it will. I really oh, do. Really. And we've got the weakest goal difference, in the, not by yeah. much. But we're not, we're not that far off, and we still got you know Wigan to play at home. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, we beat West Brom four nil, so we could win five nil this weekend against Sheffield United. 
or we could win one nil and grind it out. Yeah, depends which leads turn up. Um, still on two points ahead of Sheffield United, who are in third after they beat Brentford two 0 at home, uh, despite having ten men, which is really annoying. Why, why can't Brentford have just tried? No, no, against ten men. Brentford are like the fourth worst away team in the league, mate. Yeah, they're really good at home. At though. home, they they win all the points. It's like even when they were. Actually, they were pretty good out of the road, but we we played badly in that game as well. Yeah, and, and they still couldn't win it. Yeah, but just makes Saturday's game now, which we'll preview properly in a bit. But it just makes it huge now, doesn't it? It's the biggest game of the season of of any club. I'm not just saying Leeds and Sheffield United. This is the biggest game of the season. Everyone was saying Norwich and Leeds earlier in the season, but this is really as big because mm. if we win this, uh, then we go five points clear of them with eight games to go, yeah. which is big. It's, it's yeah. massive. But if they yeah, win, if they win it, then it becomes. Uh, they'll, they'll go a point above us and not should be two points above us and then that, that's a proper dogfight for the, for the top two then a bit close for comfort isn't yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> were you guys expecting Leeds to be in this kind of position at this point in the season well, I, I think as a Leeds fan you're not expecting that are you it <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds so true and wild <laughs> but, um, but, but no no. to be honest no um, I think I had West Brom to uh, win the league at the start of the season and well their season hasn't gone too well no. They're doing all right. They're still yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, just sacked the manager though, which is. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really agree with that. Ten games remaining, you're sacking your manager, and you're, you're in fourth. I think we were. He, yeah. did, he did lose some key games. He lost against Sheffield United and and Leeds in consecutive games. And if you want to go top two, you need to win both of them. But yeah. we're not probably going to finish in the playoffs. Surely sacking your manager for worst thing to do it. they point. don't want the playoffs though they want instant Premier League money and, you get, and you get top, if you want instant Premier League money you finish top two <laughs> they're not going to get top two they're not going to get top no, two no 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 not after doing that because but, it's, it will, it'll shake things won't it you know it definitely will it'll shake confidence won't yeah. it they're, they're, they're nine points behind us now and they're seven behind Sheffield United so theirs is they're pretty done yeah so what, it's really nice going a full season with just the same manager at Leeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We're so used to chopping and changing. The <laughs> last last time we had just one manager for the entire season was the guy in Monk season. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Last season we had two, didn't we? We had Thomas yeah. Christensen yeah. and Paul Leckenbottom. Oh, God. <laughs> I did that. Going from... Oh, there's some dark memories, mate. <laughs> going from I mean, 4-1 f- Cardiff at home, was, that, was, that was bad. Yeah. I was there for that one. <laughs> the highlight of the game was Sol Bamba scoring an own goal because he used to play for Leeds and it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, imagine that going for Paul Akimbo to Marcel Bielsa. That was mental. Nah, that's probably the biggest upgrade of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, because Paul Heckingbottom is the kind of guy you would find in your local pub. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're you're right, mate. You want to manage Leeds? Yeah, all right. Yeah, why not? not? I'll do it for half a season. (laughs) Kind of of did feel like a a Dave Hockaday kind of a... You got any qualifications? I've been all right with Barnsley. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Got um, like a 20-odd percent record. What what about you, Marcelo? Oh, I managed Bilbao and I managed Marseille and I managed the Argentinian and Chile national team. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it is weird, man. It is weird. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like you know, you say, oh, please don't splash some, some, you know, a lot of cash on the transfers, but we splashed all our money on Marcel Bielsa, really. Yeah. Now nah, spending money's vulgar, mate. Win the league with kids. That's how it's done. That's, that's the lead's way. I mean, it's kind of what we're doing as well. You know, Jamie Shackleton coming on. He's a banging player. He's his through ball uh, for Bamford's last chance when it went just wide. Were really nice. Now yeah. you couldn't, you, you don't get a better service than that. Come on, Patrick, you need to bury them. Yeah. I'm not annoyed, I'm not annoyed. But moving on to the young 23s then, uh, do you guys keep, keep an eye on the young 23s? Not as close a tab, no. I've, I've seen we're doing alright. Yeah, we're but I know we're doing well. very well, I know I we are. We we're flying pretty it. high on that, I know. Yeah, really good game uh, on Monday night uh, that we need to talk about. First of all, you know, the news that Jack Clark was involved, Danny, he looked alright, didn't he, Jack Clark? 
Yeah, but it won't best player on pitch. <laughs> I mean, he did miss a penalty <laughs> midway through the second half. Yeah, but he had he had a good, good game. I think he got at least one assist, maybe two for the for the goals. But I mean, a final win over Barnsley uh, at Hillenburg. It's an awesome win for them, really, and it was a really good performance as well. Barnsley, it, Barnsley, it, wasn't it? It was Charlton, mate. Charlton, Charlton. They're, come they're on, call yourself a Leeds fan, <laughs> <laughs> Charlton. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're kind of mid table in the under 23s league. Charlton and Leeds are. Uh, I think Leeds are eight points clear with like three games to go, so they've won the league. Yeah. And um, obviously, with the under-23s, it's a bit of a weird setup because you, you you win your own league. Well, Leeds are obviously the Northern one, and then there's a separate Southern League, and then the top two from the Northern League and the top two of the Southern League go into a playoff, and then obviously there's a semi-final and then a final, and only one team gets promoted into the uh, the Premier League uh, version of the, uh, the youth teams. And, <laughs> and the the under eighteens lost the final last year. <laughs> uh. <laughs> After getting all the way there, and they lost it one nil. And I think Ryan Edmondson was suspended for the game because he got sent off in the semis. So confusing down in the under twenty threes. Yeah, it's a bit it's yeah. a bit weird. Yeah, um, but it was an awesome window. For, you know, to win four nil. Clark Adore is actually one of the most skillful players I've seen in the youth team yeah. for a long time. No one mentions Clark Adore, but Clark Adore for me is he's going to be a future first teamer. You watch him, and he's like, it, it looks like. He, he genuinely he looks like Cristiano Ronaldo. We, we, we get, mm. we, obviously, not knowing no one here is good. I'm not claiming the doors as good as Ronaldo. <laughs> but um, for, for pure kind of like natural technical talent, he's, he's, he's well up there. He's, he's above most senior championship players, with the exceptions of a certain Spanish wizard. Of course, Jordan Stevens, uh, he opened the scoring uh, in at the time in the first Great half. Great goal. Great goal. It was a nice goal. Yeah. Didn't go in cleanly, though, really. It took a few different few deflections before it went in yeah the but f- for a team goal back heel of Edmondson laid through for Stevens blasted it admittedly straight the keeper but he, he, he's hit it with so much force the keeper's not saving that yeah I, I, I really like the second goal really 56 minutes 10 minutes cough nah but you, you just like individual goals I like team goals I, yeah. I like goals where everyone's involved and it, it's a it's a beautiful move yeah. like the uh, my favourite goal yesterday even though Individually, the Pablo goal was better. It was the click goal, purely because of the uh, the communication and the the dummy from Bamford mm-hmm. laying it off perfectly, and the, uh, the the run from Ailing from fullback all the way up the pitch. That that was a, that was a great team goal. Yeah. I always prefer them because it shows that we do actually work on stuff midweek and we don't just turn up and go, <laughs> yeah, all right, Pablo, can you just stick it top bins, mate? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you guys prefer, the team goals or the individual where where you, you strike it from twenty five yards? I think I think I've got to go with team goals. I've got to agree on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's because so it's, nice it's good to see. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's nice to see a, a, an effort, a group thing. You yeah, know? I, I, don't, I like the strikes from about twenty-five yards out. Just, I mean, they're, bliss, just they're blissful as well. You know, oh yeah, they're, they're blissful. As, it's good to know we can do both. You know, yeah. essentially, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, we're sitting on the fence with my answer. Yeah, it's good to do both. <laughs> um, any, got, any, any goals good? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then, of course, a third goal, uh, 76th minute, uh, Struik. I think that's how you pronounce it. Struik, yeah. Uh, that's three goals in three games for him now, isn't it? And he's the centre-back. Yeah, it's, 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 he's got a bit... I think he's got Aidan Flint syndrome. He's just scoring every game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he always seems to just like bounce off his shoulder or off his shin pad or something. Mm-hmm. He's always in the box, so it always helps. And he's he's, uh, he's fairly skillful and, and good on the ball for a centre-back. But then again, obviously, under 23, he's kind of followed the senior team mould of having kind of ball-playing centre-halves, so that's not surprising. Yeah, but yeah, it is was probably the uh, not the pick of the bunch, but he went uh, in the back of the net. The last goal though, Mateusz Bogush and uh, eighty minutes making it four 0 That was a really nice goal. Yeah, Chris will be happy about that. Yeah, Chris is our mate. He's uh, he's Polish. 
Oh, he's, right. he's of Polish descent, so he, he loves. He, Click is his favourite player, <laughs> and, 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 he, and he loves uh, Bogus, as it's pronounced. Apparently, yeah, the every Leeds fan pronouncing it Bogus, which is Mateusz Bogus. Because you don't get many Polish people in Yorkshire. No, no. no. Yeah, unless you know one, then you probably don't know how to pronounce half the names. <laughs> no, really. that's true. Um, that's true. But this kid, he, he's going to be phenomenal, isn't he? I've heard very Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's only seventeen. A um, couple of years, he, he could be playing for us in Prem. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were talking. All goes well. When we signed him in January for the in 23s there were talk of he, he could make the first team at some point in the season, especially with our troubles at attacking midfield at, at that point of the season. I reckon if we played our entire under-23s team in the in the senior division, we'd probably finish mid-table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, but they are good, though, really good. Oh. and um, you know, it's, it's a good future for Leeds, it looks like. Yeah, it's great at the minute. It's, um, it's looking very promising. Mm. Especially when we've, we've had some good history with the academy and bringing up good players. So if it can continue, especially yeah. in the top division... And, yeah. it, and it looks like we're going to be able to keep hold of him as well mm, yeah. for, for, for a, a change. For, for a change, yeah. It still hurts me to see Lewis Cook in a Bournemouth shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bo- Bournemouth yeah. as well. World yeah. Cup winning Lewis Cook mm. of yeah. Leeds United's Academy. Yeah, Multiple Premier League winner Fabian Delph from Leeds United's Academy. <laughs> yeah. James Mill, the Champions League finalist. <laughs> Man, I'm tearing up here. Tearing up. <laughs> it just hurts. Um, yeah. Cheers, Bates. <laughs> uh, Carlos Corbran, uh, he's the coach for him for 23s. Um, would you like to see him be given the uh, first team manager role when Bielsa eventually leaves? Wow. I mean, yeah, possibly. Yeah, because he, he, he has kind of transformed this kind of middling under 23 side that kind of a bit hit and miss into this kind of the man city of the youth <laughs> of, the youth, yeah. of the youth league um so and he's obviously because he's on he's on Bielsa's first team staff as well he tends all first team games and he's obviously he's been he does all the analysis with Bielsa he goes through all the tactics with Bielsa so he kind of hope he'd uh, Bielsa would impart enough knowledge that it'd, it'd be a kind of a He's the best candidate. Maybe. An easy transition. Because yeah. um, Bielsa's never stayed at a club, even Neil's old boys, for more than two years. <laughs> and, and, and he loves Neil's old boys. Yeah. <laughs> he if, really does. Yeah. If we go up this season, he'll be with us next season, then he'll probably leave after that. Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, if we were to win the title next year. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If, if we were to do what we did last time round. Or get in the Champions League. <laughs> what we did last time round, we went up, we finished fourth first season, and then we won the league the following year. Mm. I think he'd probably stay if we did that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. But we're not going to do that because it's not 1991 <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, <coughs> but Carl I mean, is that like, do you think that leads to you know, training him to be the next first team manager? Um, I, can't, I don't know, really. I don't but think that's the intent. No, I don't think it's the intent, but it just so happens that if needed, it could be sort of thing, which is a good thing. Mm. Uh, but get it in the intent, I don't think. No. I don't understand why people don't develop managers as much as they develop players. Cause, mm. um, and also why people aren't willing to pay money for managers, because we've paid Bielsa £2 million pound this yeah. year. And th- isn't, isn't that what we paid for Union O'Kane? Yeah. <laughs> like, and to get Paul Eckenbottom off his yeah, contract, I mean, exactly. we spent half a million. Why are people willing to spend kind of multi, multi-millions of pounds on players, but not managers? Because a good manager can make an average player into a good player. Mm-hmm. If you... if even if you've got a bad manager, even the best players, as proved at Manchester United over the season, if you've got good players, play badly. Yeah, Ma- Managers are crucial. Because if you can coach a team properly and get the right tactics and the right ideas... Yeah, because this team, I actually, I fully believe this team, if without Bielsa, we had a different manager, it would finish 8th or 9th yeah. this yeah. season. Yeah, he's got a lot of players playing extremely well, especially you know, Pablo in the middle. It just, yeah. it just seems to come alive. 
Yeah, the, the impact Bielsa's has had is, is uh, unreal. Um, and he still won't win manager of the season. <laughs> no, he probably will. It'll go to Farker. Yeah, Farker or Wilder. Farker, who spent his, his entire first season being completely average. <laughs> Bielsa's just gone straight in and gone, all right, because I guess I'll win it first time round. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you finished what, 13th last season. Let's, let's make you, you know, a top two. Yeah, that, that is the funny thing, that we finished 13th last season, they finished 14th, and now we're first and they're second <laughs> this yeah. season. Um, but yeah, it's all kind of coming to place for them, and they've got some good players, and I'm not bitter at all about them. No. scoring three <laughs> deflected goals at Ellen Road and <laughs> having a perfectly good goal from Luke Ealing disallowed and a bunch of penalties not given and <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm incredibly bitter about that but, <laughs> but, I can see it yeah we'll, but we'll leave that because I mean, whenever they bring that up I just remind them that we slapped them on their own patch in the sunshine earlier in the season <laughs> while I was on holiday I was watching it on the stream and we were 3-0 up and I was thinking yeah we'll do alright this season yeah <laughs> and we've done, done extremely well but uh, that's the end 23 so a good win for them uh, but let's look ahead to Saturday shall we mm. a massive Massive game at Ellen Road against Sheffield United. Twelve uh, thirty kickoff, which is a bit annoying. I, I quite, I, I got really used to these evening kickoffs on Friday nights for big games. <laughs> My hair's going grey already for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but will this define our season in terms of if we finish in the top two or not? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm saying that. Yeah. yeah. yeah this yeah. season defined. Whoever wins this game is going to finish top two. Whoever loses this game is going to fall into playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bit all or nothing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It, I don't see this as a must win though, and I'm going to clarify that it's a must not lose. Yeah. As Come much on, as mate. I as, no, I'm confident. I really think we can win this game, mm. but if we can't win it, we just make sure we don't lose it. Yeah. 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 If if we come away from the game with a point, everyone says we are. And yeah, Norwich might pick up some ground on Rotherham, but Norwich are going to win the league anyway. They've got the, it's like someone's a Norwich fan designed their fixtures. It's ridiculous. They played <laughs> they played everyone hard in September, and now they've got yeah. the uh, the bottom six to play in April. <laughs> yeah, they've got the easiest running ever. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, just the hope for someone to do us a favour, but they won't because they never do. Everyone rolls over for Norwich. Look, look up <laughs> Reading and Poland. They just yeah. they are conceding the first minute. Uh, but yeah, as long as we get as long as we don't lose this game, we'll be all right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I really think we, I, I'm confident and I think we can win it it's at Ellen Road we have the best home record in the league for a reason we're good at home the fans yeah, are good yeah, and, we, and we we really do get on the opposing <laughs> players backs when they're taking corners and stuff they get I don't agree with it but they get a lot of crap launched at them from the stands <laughs> they get a lot of abuse launched at them yeah. going up to back onto the game on Saturday night I mean it is just it's probably the biggest game in club's history no it's yeah. not it's you know not. Well, it's not. We've, we've had some big games, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would argue the European Cup final was bigger yeah. than that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe to maybe to us who are yeah. young Leeds fans, y- young, yeah. younger Leeds fans. Yeah, it, it is that we've seen not on a YouTube clip. Yeah, um, yeah. but no, it's it's good, and th- you know, th- people people are vibing off it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. there's something in the air with it, which is really good to see and feel. You know, it, it, you know, even right down to being able to sit here and go, oh, "I want it great last night." You know. Uh, it's very good and it's the first that we've seen it sort of yeah we've actually got a chance it's not like we're 14 <laughs> we've actually got a chance <laughs> yeah. we've I mean, actually got something to play for yeah. we're top yeah. of the league in single digit games to go mate yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's true mm. 
I mean, obviously, it might not be true by the end of the day, but it's true as a, well, at the time of recording, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's the important thing. Uh, <laughs> come on, Hull. Uh, but yeah, this this it really is. We've, this is the biggest chance we've ever had. Mm-hmm. We're not going if we can't go to BBL, so we're, we're going to be in this league forever. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got faith for it. I've got faith for it. Yeah. You know, well, it's the best chance we've ever had. But you know, we've said it about you know the Norwich game, the West Brom game, season-defining game. But this is the this is this is it now. Like, if we win on Saturday. We're going up second, and then of course, it, like launches straight into the international break after the game. So if we win the game, they've got to sit and stew on being five points behind us for two weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a few. This is our last game playing a top, a current top six team. Because uh, after this, we've got yeah, we've got the likes of Preston and Birmingham. We're kind of pushing and Villa. We're pushing for the playoffs, but they're not in the playoffs right now. No. They're all they're still mid table. We've got Wiggins to play. They're terrible. Ipswich to play. They are garbage. Yeah. Uh, they're they're both. You'd expect to win from them. And then as long as we pick up a few points along the way, I think I think we say if we won uh, the Sheffield United game, we needed um, kind of four more wins. Yeah. Mm. Uh, out, out of eight games to get yeah. top two. I mean, and then you've got Wigan and Ipswich. That's two down already. You'd expect, and then it's just two from the rest of them. So. And Preston are going to fall fall at some point. Yeah, and, and they're on a big unbeaten run, but so are Hull. Where are they now? <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, Bristol City. Where are they now? Drawing against Ipswich at home. Mm-hmm. Now, now, that that made me laugh actually because <laughs> <laughs> Bristol City are the streakiest team ever. They're either winning <laughs> nine games in a row or they haven't won in ages. Yeah, it's weird. Mm. He's constantly about to be sacked as Lee Johnson, and then he's about to be linked with the Champions League job. <laughs> <laughs> I say that sarcastically. Obviously, no one's going to hire Lee Johnson at a Champions League club. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if, if we can win this game, then we're, we're down to the e. I, I say this tenuously easier games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is going to be a tough game on Saturday, is it? We, we know the quality hard. that Sheffield United have with Billy Sharp, um, Gary Medine. I was going to say him, but he, he's suspended. Well, that, that that's going to give us a favour he's their backup option he's their kind of when they when they need a plan B to launch long balls up Gary Medine's who they turn to because mm. when Billy Sharp's not cutting it uh, that's who they, well, and McGoldrick and McGoldrick's a bit inconsistent so that's they turn to Medine now and again so it, it's good to have them have one player suspended I don't like if Ollie Norwood got a yellow card last night and been suspended that would have been nice because he's yeah. he's very influential in that team but um it's it's all about as always with the football game. It's all about winning the battle in midfield. If Calvin Phillips is on his game, mm-hmm. and we can stop um, the, the likes of uh, McGoldrick, and we can stop the likes of Ollie Norwood and the likes of um, John Fleck and people like that, if we can if we impose ourselves in that midfield, and we should do, um, then we'll be okay. Sheffield United love the kind of they play three five two, don't they? They love kind of bombing down the wings and pushing a, a, a one, of the, one or two of the centre-backs forward to really pr- uh, kind of box the team in. Mm. So as long as we can... Uh, the, I imagine I can imagine they're going to focus on Alioski's side. They, they always do. Even Reading were doing that yesterday. I noticed that. They were launching a lot of goal kicks, a lot of kind of long balls down Alioski's side because he's not good in the air. Mm. Um, so th- I imagine they'll, they'll try and focus on Leeds' weaker side, which is the left, and they'll, our left and their right, and they'll push down that side as much as possible. Yeah. But uh, if we can deal with the aerial balls, I mean, uh, Janssen's going to beat Billy Sharp in the air 100 times out of 100. Billy Sharp is a Doncaster midget, and we're putting that on record. <laughs> <laughs> and he will beat him in the air. Uh, if we can win the aerial battle and we can win the battle midfield, we'll win the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And guys, if, <laughs> if Bamford could not miss a set. <laughs> Are you guys confident about this one? Yeah. Yeah, I say that very confidently, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say the same. Yeah. Jeffrey Knight, they are going to it in, in good form, though. Unbeaten in the last nine, won the last two games. 
Uh, so in good form going into it. Um, uh, but lineups then, guess just keep it unchanged. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd keep it unchanged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah one, one that like past three games. So if, if yeah, yeah. Win it like that, especially you know yesterday. You've got to keep it the same, haven't you? Yeah, everybody's got confidence. I'd be slight. I'm not sure whether I think this or not. I'd, Barry Douglas, I'd, I don't know whether I'd say I'd like see him back at left back because obviously Ali Austin gives us such a great option when we're atta- mm. extra option when we're attacking, so we can attack with more players. But when we're defending, he's a weak link. He is a weak link in that back line. And given how much Sheffield United like the wings, it might be better having a recognised defender there. But given how good he's been recently, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd rather us win the game 5 4. Somebody like Harrison. Mm, yeah, and no, and no one as well. He'll, he'll keep it unchanged. I mean, he kept unchanged after QPR loss. Oh yeah, mm. the, the only change I expect to see would be Jack Clark on the bench. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, That's all yeah. I'm expecting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, score predictions then. So Charles. Actually, Pab- Pablo you? annoyed me last night because he ruined my perfect prediction record because I predicted two 0 <laughs> and he scored to make it three. So cheers, Pablo. Because <laughs> um, I accurately predicted the Bristol City one on the Middlesbrough game, and I really should start betting because I'd win loads of money. Uh, <laughs> right. but Saturday, yeah, I'm predicting. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm going two one leads. I'm going two one leads. leads. Uh, do you yeah. know, I was I was going to say the same. I think two I was, one. Yeah. I'd probably say the same because we're going to concede. Billy Sharp's going to score against us. It's just if we can nick that second goal. Just keep. Well, it all depends on whether we can get there an hour early and uh, <laughs> make Ellen Road come yeah. alive with all our cheering and everything. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, you know, I think, I think, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we've got it. I think there's something in the air, as I've said, which is really nice to see. Mm. We're on a roll. We'll have yeah. One. We'll have yeah. One. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm. I'm Really, really confident. I'm going to go four-one leads. We beat West Brom four-nil. I can't really say. I take that, but it won't happen. <laughs> they, um, they haven't conceded a goal in ages, so it'll be a small margin. Yeah, that brings us to the end of episode twelve. Then, really, uh, the All Things Leeds uh, uh, podcast. There, uh, thank you to uh, Charles for joining me, as always. Cheers, mate. And a uh, big thanks to uh, Finn and Kane from the Sheraton. Thank you very much for having well. us. It's been uh, very enjoyable. Yeah, enjoyed having you on. And uh, uh, regular listeners are probably wondering why there's no background music playing, but that's because the uh, Sheraton's new single, uh, a part of the picture, that will be playing us uh, out of this one. Um, so just tell, remind us again just, uh, when when the gig and the gig is it coming out? The launch gig is the 26th of April, the same date this single's been released. It'll be available on Spotify, um, YouTube, anywhere people listen to music in this day and age. CDs, uh, not vinyl, unfortunately. We're not that hipster yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we've got we've got some stuff to promote it in April. We're playing at um, what's the record shop? Uh, Vinyl Tap Records, Vinyl Tap in, Records Huddersfield. in Huddersfield on April the 13th yeah. uh, uh, for Record Star Day, which for all for all the vinyl lovers that'll be good. Um, so yeah, the, the, it's, it, we've got a lot of promo stuff coming up for it. Yeah, make sure you grab the tickets for the gigs and uh, make sure you check out the uh, uh, the Sheraton. We're playing that uh, song in uh, <laughs> in just a few seconds. Uh, make sure to give us a five star rating uh, on iTunes. Share the podcast uh, around as well. If you haven't subscribed uh, to the YouTube channel, make sure uh, you do follow up things like on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Keep up to date uh, with everything. Thank you very much for listening. Here's part of a picture uh, by uh, the uh, Sheratons. Enjoy, take care, and we'll see you next week.
Let's go.